This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, Mama. I love you. I love you too. Got a couple more minutes. Woman, go to sleep. I'm woke. God woke me up, woke us up one more time again. Thank you, Jesus. It's thankful Thursday. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Happy Thursday. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. morning. Okay. I'm going to go one at a time. Who's that? Miss Penny. Oh, good morning, Miss Penny. Happy Thursday. Same to you. Top of the morning. This Miss Sabrina Rochelle. Thank God to be on the wake up list one more. Yes, to God be the glory. Happy Thursday, Sabrina. Um, if once once everyone says good morning, if you can place your phone on mute, please, just to protect the integrity of the call. There's a lot of background noise. Thank you. Thank you. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will rejoice in the name of Jesus. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning, morning. Michelle. It's pretty Patrice. Look, everybody's singing this morning. I like the choir. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Happy Thursday. <laughs> yes. Good morning, pretty. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Quinn. I want to just give the family a praise report. Y'all have been praying for our brother, Ricky, Gloria, and our brother, Ricky. Well, he texted me yesterday, y'all. He told me to get ready for him to come see me in California. That just made my heart. Yes. Amen. That's a Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you. Jesus. Good morning, pretty Patrice. I love you. Good morning, Sabrina. I love you, too. Good morning, it's JC. How's everyone doing? Good morning, JC. Hi, JC. I, I suspect you're running these days now. I'm sorry? I, I suspect you're running from your knee replacement, totally healed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you uh, give, give me about six months, and I'm going to be out there moving. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to see the video. Uh, I, I, you got it, sweetie. Enjoy your day. You too. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Oh, happy Thursday. Oh, hey. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, Sister Lisa. God is good. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, Sister Lisa. God bless you. Have a great day.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who wants to give the Lord a shout? For he is good. His mercy is everlasting. Who, who, who is new every morning and his grace everlasting? Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's the net. Happy, uh, what is it, Thursday. Happy triumphant oh, yes. Thursday. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, Danette. Happy Thursday. Good morning. This is Ella. Good morning. Did you say Ella? Yes. Oh, good morning, Ella. Is this your first time calling? Um, no, I've been on. I just don't talk. <laughs> oh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for saying good morning. Who invited you to the call? Juliet. Okay, Juliet. Welcome. Welcome to the Clear Victory. Thank you. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Justine. Happy birthday. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Who's that? This This is J.R. Oh, Jr. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning brother. Uh, hey, good morning. Morning, Jr. Good morning. So I'm I'll be in and out because like I'm on my way to work. So this is like my second time calling into this. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get a spirit of consistency going. So I'm just glad to be That's on the call. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Keep pressing. Have a great day. Yeah. Have a great day. You guys, too. Good morning. Good morning, family. God bless you. Good morning, Cassandra. God bless you, too. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Um, Can we um, place our phones on mute if you're not, if you said good morning? Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good morning, Miss Mary. How are you? Doing fine, thank you. God bless you. God bless you as well. Good morning and happy Thursday, everyone. This is Tatiana. Good morning, Tatiana. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call and would like to say good morning. For he has done great things, and he will continue to do great things. If we trust him and put our faith in him, for he is our God, and besides him there is no other. Who's joined the call this morning? Hey, friend. Good morning. God morning. Love you. Love everyone on the call. Good morning, Christina Joy. Love you. Have a good day. You too. Hey, Shell, it's also a uh, Pastor Lavelle Jones' birthday. He's uh Oh, da- I meant to write that down. Yes, yes. He, he, he 82. 82 today. <laughs> Yes, happy birthday, Pastor Jones. Pastor Jones. All right, if there's no one else, let's go ahead and get started because I know 
there is a word to come forth to help us in applying forgiveness to our lives so we can be free. If everyone could please take a look at their phone and go ahead and place it on mute as we get started. All right, we will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in our mouth. So welcome to Declare Victory. My name is Rochelle, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us for the rest of the month of October. Our theme this month is forgiveness. All our declarations will focus on Abba's mandate for us to forgive others, even as we have been forgiven. Make sure you call in to be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and his holy word. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It's Impossible to be Spiritually Mature While Remaining Emotionally Immature by Peter Scazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard right here by dialing the same number tonight. I encourage you to jump on. There are a couple prayer requests submitted by the app. First, we're lifting up Miss Diane for her healing. Um, We're lifting up PR um, for the loss of her second mom. Um, I'm asking for a prayer request for um, just calling out my Bishop Michael Hudson and Lady Elizabeth Hudson. Uh, resilient Rosanna, she would like to uh, for us to pray with her for a family situation. Um, and the family's name is the Clark family and the Willis family. We have a praise report from Dee Dee. Um, and we're thanking God for her brother and Gloria's brother, um, Ricky, for continuous healing. God is truly showing that he is a healer. And we also have... Um, Another praise report, it's Pastor Lavelle Jones' birthday, so we want to shout out him and hit him a happy birthday on Facebook if you're connected to him. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought to you by Dion. The declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Dion, and the declaration will be brought to you by Tanya, not Tanya. The scripture for today, Romans chapter 4, verse 5. But people are counted as righteous, not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I remind you to check your phone, make sure that it's on mute as Dion takes us to the throne of grace. Have a blessed day, everyone.
Hallelujah. God, we bless your name this morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your hand of love, Father, that touched us this morning and reminded us that we have another opportunity to get this thing called life right. God, we appreciate you. Thank you for the soundness of mind this morning. Thank you for a heart that's full of your love, that chases hard and fast after you as the deer panteth after the water. Father, so do our souls thirst for you this morning. Your word declares that early in the morning shall we seek you. This morning, God, we rise early with a mind to do our due diligence in telling you you are Jehovah Shalom. Hallelujah. Thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, God, that we don't even have to think for ourselves. Your righteousness, your goodness, your tender mercies that are new every morning. Not only are they available to us, God, but they are available in abundance. Thank you for your unfailing love. God, your love that capsizes us, that kicks down doors for us, God that will go to our deepest, darkest places to pull us into the gullies of your love. God, I thank you for the thunders of your love. I thank you, Father, that you are not just a good father, God, but that you never fail. You never change your mind. God, you never fluctuate. You're not like man. You consistently remind us that we are your children and you are our Father. Thank you this morning, Abba. Thank you that we can rest in your consistency. Thank you that we can rest in the overflow of your constant care for us. God, thank you this morning that it is in you we live, we move, and we have our being. My heart is so full of gratitude this morning, God. I'm just flat out grateful. Thank you for every person uh, that had the the nerve to pick up the phone this morning, standing and expecting you to be the God of their salvation. Thank you, God, for every life attached to this call, for their children and their grandchildren. God, thank you that generations and nations are being changed and transformed, even with our words. I thank you for the breath of life this morning. I thank you that even our words have authority. Even our uh, sound has power to transform and transition simply because you've given us the, the permission to operate in authority here on earth. God, I pray for marriages, and I, I thank you in advance, God, that you're restoring, refreshing, and reviving them one by one. I thank you, God, that you are teaching us women to be submissive, not just to our husbands, but as unto you. I thank you that we are, even now, the bride of Christ. I bless you this morning that you're teaching us to trust you in and through all things, no matter what we think, hear, see, uh, 
but that we know without a shadow of a doubt that you are our God, even in teaching us how to, to cover and to keep our families. God, I pray this morning for our adult children. I pray, God, for some of those that have children that are in the penitentiaries and um, in local uh, facilities. God, I pray for our adult children that struggle with mental and emotional illnesses and um, challenges. Father, I thank you that you have the capacity, God, not only to cover and to keep them. I pray this morning for Tony and the loss of his son. I pray, God, uh, that you would not just comfort his mind, but I thank you in advance, God, that you've even given him the capacity to release his baby. I pray this morning for Tyja this morning that's in the hospital in Sunnyvale, God, with uh, ventilators and still trying to figure out what to do. God, I pray for our Father Ty on today. I pray, God, that you would not just cover him, but cover him and keep him. I thank you in advance, God, that you are covering our children that are in schools and establishments. God, I pray that you would uh, place a hedge of protection around them in the name of Jesus. I pray for educators everywhere globally, God, that you would cover them and keep them, God, that you would protect them. I pray for school campuses, God. I pray for our local authorities, God, that you would be the just judge. I pray, God, that you would give us the ability to govern um, not just um, justly, God, but that you would give us the ability to give our local communities the support necessary to do what's necessary to keep our children safe and protected. God, I pray for um, our seniors this morning. I pray for those that are in rest homes and local facilities that nobody's going to visit, that nobody goes to check on. God, be comforter. God, be comforter. I pray even for the staff that is there to care for them, God, that they would be consistently accountable, that they would not mistreat or abuse uh, our elderly. God, I thank you this morning. Um, I even pray for uh, our senior parents. God, I pray for those that are responsible for being care providers, that are uh, taking care of uh, senior parents. God, I pray that you would not just give them grace and peace, God, but I pray that you would give them patience, God, and endurance, God. I, I thank you, Father, for even the burden of the Lord this morning for those that are senior citizens and they're outside right this second, sleeping in tents, Father, sleeping under train tracks, God, some of them uh, struggling with mental illnesses, some of them simply just lost uh, the financial liquidity to provide and care for themselves. God, let the burden of the Lord rest on your people's heart to not just say, I wish them well, God, but that you would give us the tools. Hallelujah, the resources, God, the connections, the um, the contacts, to be able to do something different for the people that need your assistance. Your word declares that the poor will be with us always. That means we always need stuff, God. That means that we always need supplies, and we always need uh, relationships that can make a difference. And so, God, I pray even for therapists and counselors this morning whose burdens uh, of their own lives are heavy but they are given the task, the great task of managing those around them. God, I pray this morning for those that are struggling with anxiety and frustration, God, or struggling even with a, a failure to thrive, 
God, I pray that you would be their hope, God, that you would be their strength on this morning. God, I I pray this morning for uh, parents and parents. who are struggling as single parents to raise children, God. I thank you in advance for the necessary resources to do that which they need to take care of to provide for their children. God, I'm praying this morning for men. I'm praying for those that are fathers, God, that have fathered children um, and and perhaps were not fathered or parented well themselves, God, that are even afraid to fail at trying. I pray for my own children's fathers, God, that you would uh, release them from the guilt of not having learned what was necessary to do anything different. God, but I thank you that because you're such a fair God, because you're so constant, you can teach them all over again, starting from right where they are. I'm praying, God, for broken families this morning because you are a God of restoration. This morning, God, I don't I don't have any fancy legalistic words. I just have the heart of a mother, the heart of a sister, the heart of a daughter, the heart of a friend, the heart of a parent, God, the heart of a community member that sees, God, that there are so many that are broken and hurting, God, but I'm grateful that we know that you will always come to our rescue, God. You will always come to our aid. I'm praying for the children that are in foster care systems, God, that uh, for those that have perhaps even been adopted, God, I'm praying for children who are resentful because they don't understand that not only do you do all things well, God, but that you make arrangements like you did for Moses to be cared for by people that have the capacity to teach them things that perhaps their parents could not. God, I thank you for every broken set of circumstances as it appeared to men that it shaped and molded my life. I thank you for the empathy that it established in my heart. God, I thank you for the opportunities that it created that I would not otherwise have had. God, I pray that that thought process, that that spirit would not only embrace them, but capsize them. God, I pray this morning, even for my brother Lavelle, God, I'm praying this morning for pastors, leaders, and teachers who grew up under broken systems who were not loved well, even in ministry as children of the gospel, God. I pray, God, this morning that you would begin to dismantle, uh, break up, and abolish all systems that don't serve your people. I'm praying that you help us effectively restructure so that when people come into the body of Christ, that they're not tossed to and fro into uh, the country club mentalities of the people who love church and not Christ. God, I'm praying this morning that we would repent for the idea of church and not Christ. I pray, God, that the burden of the Lord for discipleship and evangelism would begin to hit in a revival wave like it never has before, God, that souls that would never have otherwise known who you are would begin to be drawn to you. I thank you for your drawing power, for your word declares that none can come lest they be drawn. We're praying this morning, God, for our adult children that are still yet in the world, that have been exposed to who we are. God, help us to live a life before them that exemplars exactly who you are with your love. Help us not to beat them up 
<laughs> help us not to uh, harass them about church, but, but God, that we would live a life before them that resembles the heart of the Father. God, teach us how to operate in your nature. Teach us how to hear you. Teach us how to respond effectively. Te- teach us how to bow in the spirit. God, give us humility all over again. Tenderize our hearts to the needs of your people. God, we recognize that the hour is critical and that there's a huge need, God, for life to be altered and for uh, hope to be restored. God, I thank you that because you are the God of our peace, God, that for those of us that uh, are considered the remnant, God, let the burden of the Lord be our conviction today. I pray, God, that you would remind us of how you drew us that you would remind us uh, of being patient and kind and temperate. And I thank you in advance, God, that you are not just opening doors, but, God, that you're making ways in the wilderness and sending rivers in the desert. I thank you, God, that you are water in a thirsty land. And as we begin to take our phones off mute, God, I thank you that something different is happening just because I asked. Not because I said anything fancy, God, but we just celebrate you this morning. And we're just asking, God, that you would make our hearts ready for something different, God. That it's not enough for us to just go to church on Sundays and Tuesdays, God, but that we would find the responsibility to love on people in such a way that they would see your heart, God. To love on people in such a way, God, that their minds would be transformed. For some that were in our local assemblies, God, let some of us be the love of life and salt that they need to be Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank Father. restructure our thoughts. I know we're Thank you, They are part of God. Give us Hallelujah. Thank you. 
my sound check to make sure that you all can hear me. Um, I we can, God, and we got the Holy Ghost. So, and I'm so happy you got the Holy Ghost, especially you, because if you didn't have the Holy Ghost, we would be in a whole bunch of trouble. All of us would. We would need. We would need a little bit more kind of different kind of help. So, again, I thank God for the opportunity to share with you. Um, and just one more time, I'm going to ask you. I know you've already done it. You're probably tired of hearing it. But I'm going to ask you one more time, if you would, sir, if you would, ma'am, please check your phone. We want to make sure that the integrity of the call is protected. And we want to make sure you don't miss anything. A man, a man, and a man. So we have heard um, a lot of information about forgiveness. We have heard some amazing testimonies. We have experienced deliverance for, for um, but shared in hearing about the deliverance of some of us that are on the, the call. And we bless God um, for that. And we bless God for those of you who are in that uncomfortable place, but you're still showing up. Um, I'm thankful for you. And I want you to know I'm proud of you. Um, JR, you don't have to say anything. You can't because the lines are muted. I just want you to know I'm proud of you for share, for, for showing up today. All right, all right. <clears throat> Forgiveness, you know, the teacher in me. Some of you have never heard me before. I am Tanya, not Tanya. Um, I am uh, uh, just a regular old, um, uh, no, uh, Rochelle, in answer to your question, no, we're, it's, it's just me. Um, uh, at any rate, let's get started. The teacher in me, the teacher in me just had to define the word forgiveness just because it's what I do, right? Um, and I wanted to make sure that I fully understood before I start telling y'all about something that um, uh, that I, I, is very, very important, okay? All right. So at any rate, the word forgiveness, according to uh, Miriam Webster, the word is defined as to ease, I want you to pay attention, um, to ease, excuse me, to cease to feel resentment against an offender. Another uh, definition for it is to give up resentment of or claim to requital. I'm going to say it again. To give up resentment of or claim to requital. I didn't know what that word meant, requital. Requital is defined as something given in return, compensation or retaliation. Very appropriate for the word, for what we're talking about right now. It also means to grant relief from payment of debt. So what happens in the business world, if you've ever had a, a loan, like a student loan or a revolving credit loan or whatever, and maybe you've had some challenges or whatever, um, and or it might be with a person. You, you had a loan um, with someone. You have a loan. You borrowed some money or you extended credit. Um, there is a term in the business world that says that um, the loan has been forgiven or the debt has been forgiven, right? So in other words, they 
whatever you owed, if it was $5, $10, or $10,000, they made a decision to forgive the loan. And so that's another term. But that's, um, um, that's not really the forgiveness. I'm, well, you know what? Actually, we could. It's very appropriate here. Because what we're talking about is in forgiveness, we're making a decision to no longer hold a person, the offender or offenders, plural, um, uh, uh, in debt for an offense that they committed against you, whether it was intentional or unintentional. Because, you know, people do offend us um, sometimes and they don't even know it. And they won't know it unless we say something to them. Did you know that that's a scripture? The Bible says that if you stand before, if you're, you're in the middle of praying or whatever, and the Holy Ghost reminds you that um, somebody offended you, it's your responsibility to go to them and let them know. Did you know that? Yeah. Not the other way around, that they offended you, but that, 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 uh, excuse me, that you offended them, but that they offended you. It says to stop what you're doing, go to that person and let them know. It's not so much for them, although it is, but it does also for you. So it's for both parties. All right. A synonym, a word that can be used in place of forgiveness is the word pardon. And I'm sure many of us are familiar with that word, especially if you have um ever heard about somebody that was um, generally what happens as a president is leaving office he has the right to pardon people from um, who are incarcerated and that is again to forgive their whatever it is that they've done he pardons them my foundational scriptures now this is probably going to trip you out <laughs> but these are my foundational scriptures um, there are two of them if you are taking notes one is proverbs 6 6 through 19, and I'm purposely reading it from the King James Version. <clears throat> it says, these six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, don't worry, I'm going to break it down, um, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. I'm going to let that sit for a minute. One more time. These six things does the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, pause. Proud look refers to arrogance, and it also refers to pride. So in other words, God hates six things, but the one he hates the most because he made it the seventh is a proud look. In other words, Pride. Don't worry, I'm going to tie it up and I'm going to make it make sense. The second scripture that I want to share with you is Exodus 20 and 3. And I'm reading from the NIV version, the New International Version. You shall have no other gods before me. Now, Tanya, what in the world does that have to do with forgiveness? Well, 
I'm going to ask you to buckle up. <clears throat> you might even want to put some steel toes on. Um, I don't know. It depends on who you are and, and what, your, what your lifestyle is. But I want you to buckle up. I'm going to share my personal testimony with you about um, my experience um, with having to uh, forgive not one people, but several people um, who are party in one particular thing that I was indirectly involved in, indirectly because it primarily centered around my husband, my late husband, Carl. Um, and um, and when you are one, when you're married, what affects one affects the other. That's the way that that's the way that it is. So um, to to in short, I'm gonna give you the 45 version because we only have a few minutes on the line. Um, but uh, my husband was employed for um, our church. Um, this is the only church that I ever attended in my whole entire life other than visiting other churches occasionally. But this was my home church. This is where I grew up. This is where um, I was. I accepted Christ as my personal Savior at the age of eight. Um, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, um, and he gave me a language at the age of eight. I remember it vividly today. Didn't make me perfect, but it, it um, equipped me. Um, as as much as an eight-year-old could be equipped. At any rate, let's fast forward. It is where um, my children were taught. They went to children's church. They were dedicated before the, so I was married there. Everything happened at this particular local church. And so Carl and I were working as a team in ministry. We It had been our desire to actually work in ministry full-time. Um, they couldn't afford to pay us, so they gave us a little stipend. Um, and it was a little bitty, it was a little stipend, but we were thankful because it was supplemented. Our income was supplemented because I got terminated, I got terminated, laid off, not terminated. Well, it's the same thing. I got laid off and I got a severance package, but a severance package will only last so long. So we're working diligently, helping to build the ministry. We had been helping to build the ministry even while we were working um, to, you know, we were working in our secular jobs and then it it, it, it seemed like a natural fit because both of us were laid off at the same time who would have thought that right and so we're working diligently we're helping to build the ministry the ministry is growing and flourishing fast forward in 2013 i think it was um just some things started to um change um, um there was there was some power shifts um that took place long story short um uh, there was not enough money. The stipend, the <laughs> the stipend was not enough to um, to maintain our household. And um, you know, Carl and I talked about it. He really felt committed to stay there. I said, I'm going to go get a job that has the benefits because this is not making sense for me. But you know, um, and so I did that. And I said, Carl, I really feel like you need to leave. There is a shift that's happening. Um, I don't understand it, but um, and some new folks that came on board to there's something going on that I can't put my eye, my eye on. I'm not feeling comfortable anymore. I mean, I could just see different things, right? Um, but I was also in denial. Long story short, um, Carl, um, I, I left um, and I also had to work on weekends. I commuted from Vallejo to Belmont 
every, well, I started off daily, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't handle it. It was just too long of a commute because I worked for CPS and part of my job was to transport children and their parents all over the Bay Area, including Sacramento and some far out places I had never even heard of. Um, long, st- so wrapping it up, too much detail. Um, Carl, um, they, it, Carl wasn't, they felt that Carl wasn't a good fit for the ministry, for the, this particular position that I held. They really, really wanted a female in that position, and that's their right. And so there was a decision to, um, to terminate Carl, and that's fine, because I had been telling them, hey, we should leave, we should, you know, you should, you should get something else, not leave the ministry, but you should get something else, blah, 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 blah. So they did. And so, but it went down very, very, um, the way that it happened, um, just was not, um, it was not good. Um, it was um, it was very distasteful, um, and it got so ugly. <clears throat> it got so ugly um, that the police were called. Not so much because Carl got out of character; the other person did, and the other person called the police. Four police officers, four different squads, showed up at the church where there is a daycare center that operates from. 6.30 in the morning until I think like 5 or 6. And so there are, you know, we in the hood. The church is, the church is in the hood. And, you know, when, you, when the police show up, you know, I mean, it's a busy area. The police show up. People want to know what's going on, especially at the church. Um, you know, Carl's demeanor is, he's, if you knew him, he's a pretty calm, collected kind of individual or whatever. He, you know, he remained calm. Um, it, things happen, you know, they, they asked him to get his stuff and leave and, um, and he left and I won't go into all the other details, um, but it was really ugly. And so I, you know, he told me what happened and I was floored. I was literally in shock. I could not believe what was happening. I said, but did anybody ask you what happened? Nobody asked him his side. The police wouldn't even allow him to explain, you know, what was going on, why he was there. He was just trying to get his things, whatever. Um, and so I, I couldn't believe it. I, um, I was crushed. He was. He's not here to tell his side, but I, he was. We talked about it. We ate it. We slept it. We um, tried to encourage each other, but we were so wounded we couldn't. Um, I mean, we could to the best of our abilities. I mean, Carl put on a really, really um, brave game face. Um, you know, I didn't know. I, I mean, I, it was just it was just a very, very uncomfortable situation. And um, for me, um, I can again, I can only speak about me. Uh, I'm trying to find the right words. <laughs> you, I'm trying to use the right words. Um, I was, it wasn't so much that I was angry, I was, but I was more hurt than anything. Um, I felt, I was, I felt like I had been betrayed. I felt, um, one second, guys. Excuse me, I have, um, my, I have these allergies that are trying to act up, but, so I'm, I'm, I felt betrayed. I felt um, because these are people that I loved. Um, we, I spent a lifetime in this ministry, giving my money, um, giving my time, my time, 
helping to build um, the sacrifices. We lived in Vallejo, the churches in San Francisco, the sacrifices that we made, dragging our children to church, like all these things came to mind um, about all this work that we had done and nobody called him to ask him what his side of the story was. Like, what can you tell? Like, we know what this person said, but can you tell me what happened? Nobody called him. It's like there was a decision that he is guilty of whatever this person has said, and that's the gospel, and that's what we're going with. Um, and to fast forward, um, I got really heated behind it. And I remember um, at one point, you know, Carl, we, because we, we, remind you, I'm in work. I'm at work in Belmont. And I don't get off until, so this happened, I guess, maybe on a Tuesday or a Monday. I don't, I don't even remember. It was the middle of the week, but I know my shift wasn't open yet. And all I had was a telephone conversation with Carl. I couldn't look in his eyes. I couldn't, I, I could feel, you know, he, he, he made, he made light of it because that's what Carl did. He, he tried not to, and he tried not to display a whole bunch of emotion. But I know he was torn up inside, because that was his home church too. He he didn't grow up in church. That church was his home church where he learned his foundation and basics and all of those things. And so, um, I didn't get home. So my shift was Tuesday through Saturday. I didn't get home until the weekend, and that's when we actually sat down. He he told me, you know, what happened again in great detail, and I remember saying to him, "What do you want me to do?" And he was like, what you want me to, what do, what do you mean, what do I want you to do? What What do you want me to do? This person crossed the line. It's certain things that you don't do. They crossed the line. What do you want me to do? He's like, ah, Tanya, don't, you know, don't, 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 don't trip. Don't, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm not a fighter. I promise I'm not. I fight in the spirit. I can put on some brass knuckles in the spirit. But the Tanya in me rose up. And the Tanya in me, if he, if Carl had hinted, I'm 50 something years old. If, but if Carl had hinted, no, I'm 40 something years old. If Carl had hinted, yeah, you need to, you need to handle that. I would have, I would have handled it. I would have. I don't know how, but I would have, I was, I got that. So it started off as hurt. It started off as um, feeling betrayed, but those feelings began to grow. And so those feelings in a very short time began to, that they turned into anger. And that, and now I'm mad. Because how dare you? How, how dare you do this to us? How dare you not call and ask what happened? How dare you? Like, how, I, I'm, like, how could you do this to us? Thus the pride. So let me read. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 one more time, but I'm going to read it in the message version this time. It says, here are six things that, that God hates and one more that he loathes with a passion. Eyes that are arrogant, a tongue that lies, hands that murder the innocent, a heart that hatches evil plots, feet that race down a wicked track, a mouth that lies under oath, a troublemaker in the family. Eyes that are arrogant can be defined as being haughty, egotistical, but it's all tied into pride. 
So here I was thinking, how dare you do this to me and Carl? How dare you do this to me? How dare this come into my household? How dare this come into my family based upon the way you decided to handle a situation? So you handled a situation one way, but then, you know, the termination, but then you turned around, you, the, 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 the person turned around and um, 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 <laughs> the police had no, they had no recourse. They couldn't arrest them for anything. So they left. But then the person turns around 30 days later and makes a citizen arrest. Uh, who does that? Um you know, I, Carl asked me, he, every time, you know, we had to, he had to go to the police station to give his account of what happened. And he asked me to go with him because he wanted me to know what happened. And everything that he said, it just clicked. It made sense. And because I know the character of the other person, I was like, yeah, this is what happened because blah, 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 blah. Wow. Really? So now I'm mad all over again because this was unnecessary but it was necessary. It was a necessary evil. And I'll talk about that later. So anyway, um, lot the, to, to, to begin to wrap this up, um, I knew that I was, um, so we, so declare victory starts. So this happens in August, right? No, no, no. October. I think it was October. This happens October, 2013. Um, we go through the holidays. Now, I'm a holiday person, but I'm so done. So, oh, did I tell you this is my family? This, yeah, this is, this, this is my family. The church leaders are my family, too. And so I'm a family-oriented person. I love the holidays. Yeah, I'm, I can't go over there. I, I, I'm cool. I, I can't. Not because I didn't love them. But I didn't trust myself because you got to, I didn't tell you this. Somebody talked me off the cliff because I made a decision, even though my husband said, ah, don't worry about that. I made a decision. I was going to take care of the offender, one of them at least. I made the decision. And by taking care of one of them, I knew it would impact the, the other two. And so I had this plan. I came up with this. Listen, the enemy is good. Self and the enemy are good at giving you plans. I know some of y'all have probably got your mouth dropped open. Didi is probably over there in a daze. Um, thank God I didn't know Didi real, real well then for her to. <laughs> I'm messing with you, Didi. Okay, so um, this is October. The holidays come around. So me and my kids, our adult children and our grandchildren, we have the holidays at my house and. We t at our home in Vallejo, and we tell the kids what happened, and they are floored. Like they, and l we didn't know it, but the community knew. They heard rumors about well, it was all kind of rumors. Carl was a dope dealer, and Carl was it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Carl had stole money from church. Carl, like it was it was it was. There were her they were hilarious rumors, but I felt such shame that a pillar in the community was now the subject of gossip um and i knew what it felt like in that moment to be the subject of that gossip and it didn't feel good and so i felt like i could make it right by telling my story i felt like i could write, make it right by um going and telling people what really happened excuse me what really happened blah 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 say lot because some of you can identify with what i'm saying
So I'm I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. I am. I absolutely am. But I'm torn up. And so um, I talk about it with Dion. I tell him Dion what's happening in between my tears and soaking my pillow at night in disbelief of what has happened. Like, what happened? It's like somebody took a rug. I, it was like I was standing on a rug, and somebody snatched the rug out from under my life. And it, my foundation, this, this, this affected my foundation. And so I knew enough not to be mad at God because this is not God. I was, oh, oh my God. I wasn't, I had got to the point where I was pissed off now. Like, because it's one thing for it to happen in the church, right? And then the whole, your whole church community know about it. It's a whole nother thing for the community to know about it, the secular community to know about it. And here we talking about preaching Jesus and telling people how Jesus loves them and this, that, and the other. And we got this drama going on in our church that people could add their own narratives to. And I became embarrassed for God. I became embarrassed for myself, too. But, like, God, what a horrible reflection this is on the body of Christ. So anyway, I get talked down off of the ledge of you can't go beat this person up. You just, you can't, that's not right. Well, can I slash their tires? Can I, can I, no, you can't do none of that. Well, why not? I want somebody to feel pain because we are feeling pain right now and nothing is happening. Am I praying? Yeah, but I ain't praying about them. I'm praying around them. And the Holy Spirit is gently nudging me. Tammy, you got to forgive. Yeah, I know. But do you know what they did? Did you see what happened? I know you saw what happened. Like, are for real? Are what are you going to do about it? Like, this is my conversation with God. What are you, what are you going to do about this? Because this is not right. I know it's not right. But I need you to be quiet, and I need you to separate yourself from your family. Why do what? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to be quiet? Because you're angry and you're going to say the wrong things and I need you to calm down. But it's not fair. I know it's not fair, Tanya, but you need to be quiet. <sighs> okay, I will, but I'm not happy right now. I'm not liking what you told me to do at all. And so I was quiet. I didn't say anything to anybody uh, other than letting my children know. And it took a while for me because I needed to be in the right state of mind. Other than telling my, my immediate family, our adult children, so I'm talking about my biological children and Carl's biological children, that we are now one family. And, oh, my God, what is it going to do to his kids to hear what my family did, that we forced them to go to church, <laughs> drugged them to church? What is that going to do to them? God, I got to put that part in your hand. So we start Declare Victory in February, January. Degon starts Declare Victory. It's just her and Tammy. and um, She's calling me, sis, you need to get on this prayer call. At what time? Six o'clock. I'm not getting up at six o'clock in the morning to pray with you. I love you, but no. So she asked me and asked me and asked me until February. I made a decision to get on the call. And the very first call, she says to me, Tanya, do you have something that you want to share? I did. And I started teaching from that point on seven days a week for, I think, at least a year. But prior, to, but, but I need you to understand something. I was still in this state of, quote, unquote, unforgiveness. 
because we had all this drama happen. But God was so merciful that he still blessed me with a word, each and a fresh word, each and every morning for y'all who were, y'all didn't know, I was struggling to forgive. And I'll never forget this young lady. I think it was Audra who got on the call. She shared that day. And excuse me, one more second. I'm sorry, I'm human, I'm trying to make this happen. Um, at So Audra, she shared about forgiveness, and I was so convicted. I said, God, I know I need to forgive. I don't know where to start, though. I'm so broken. Um, and so I did know where to start. I know I, I knew to start with the word, and, and I did. And, and the Bible declares to us that um, it's in uh, Matthew 5, 44. Uh, and, it's, and it's also Luke 6, 28. And I'm going to read both of you, both of those to you from the King James Version. It says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Matthew 5, 44. Luke 6, 28 says, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Again, Luke 6, 28. I know the word. I know how to apply the word. But to have the capacity to do that was missing. And I knew that I was getting to a dangerous state. No, I wasn't going to backslide and leave God or whatever. But I, I think it's safe to say that I was getting very, very close to hatred. And when we hate, it is as if we have committed murder in, in our heart. And if we've committed it in our heart, because that's where murder starts, that's where sin starts. It starts in our heart. It's just not an action, right? It starts in our heart. I knew enough not to allow myself to get there, but it was dangerously close. And so I knew I could not continue in this state of going to bed with this issue, waking up with this issue, crying at night with Carl, not knowing that I was crying at night, um, um, just miserable, and at trying to figure out, what did I do? Why am I being punished? I thought I was doing the right thing, but coming to the realization that I was not being punished, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned around, turned it around into good. And that re I'm not just saying that as a cliche. So let me tell you about my process of forgiving. The first thing that I had to do is I had to get myself right. I had to come to a point where I could pray for these people. And I got to tell you, initially, the prayer was so mechanical. It was, it was sheerly <clears throat> out of obedience. It had nothing to do with my heart. I was just trying to be obedient to, because it's, listen, it's all I had. Please don't judge me. It's all I had. I, I, I restrained myself from going around them. I, part of the reason that the Holy Spirit told me not to go around, he told me to separate myself, was because I could not trust myself. I did not know what I would do if I went around people. 
the offenders. I didn't know what I, I couldn't trust. I didn't know what I would do, literally. It may not have been fighting, but baby, my words, let me tell you. Ah, my words. And they might have been words that were unseemly. Right. So it was best for me to separate. So in my separation, I began to pray. And this is what my prayer was. God, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm just asking you to bless them. Amen. That's all I had. And I did it even though I didn't want to. So it became a sacrifice. Now it became a sacrifice. Right. And so each day I did it. And over time, my prayer started to change because my heart started to change. What I did was I unlocked the door that was, it was bolted shut, nailed on the inside and let nobody in. I wasn't letting them, I wasn't letting church people in. How can I church, how can I trust church people? Nope. If you'll do that to me and I'm related to you, what will you do to people that are not? That's my thought. Yeah, I'm cool off pastors. I'm I'm good. I don't I guess we gonna just go to church watching Joel Osteen and with the John Gray and people we find on TV. I don't because now I'm crushed. But I knew that wasn't the right attitude, right? So but I had to find somewhere to go, right? But I wasn't ready to go nowhere yet because I'm very, very vulnerable, very, very fragile. So at any rate, um, um, my prayer, remember I told you my mechanical prayer was, God bless them, bless X, Y, and Z. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. And please don't let anybody die while we are in this funk because it was some serious funk. I had a conversation with the primary offender and I listened to their side of the story. And as we sat in the restaurant that I paid for a meal for that neither of us ate, I looked them in their eyes and I said, I don't know, I don't remember all I said other than now what I really wanted to do was beat your so-and-so. That's what I told them in they, to their face. That's what I really wanted to do. But I'm not going to do that because that would be outside of my character and it would change who I am. But I need some time to process what has happened. Um, and that's how it was. That's, you know, that was the conversation we had. Don't judge me. That was me trying to process. And so um, there's more to the story, but I'm going to stop here because the hour is late. Um, I want you to know that I'm no longer in that state of mind. Um, I'm no longer, I've forgiven. We, we have forgiven. We are on speaking terms. I love these people. Um, I uh, pray for them earnestly. Um, I had gotten news that one of them was sick um, a couple of years ago, and um, I was toe up behind it, and they are well now, but I'm telling you, we are in a good space, and I got, I, I didn't see this happening. I didn't know how this was going to happen. I'll never forget Tina. We call her Sanai J. Um, she knew that me and Sheena had, shoot, she knew that me, uh, we had some issues, and she said, it's okay. One day, you guys are going to be past it, and um, we are. I love, I love her today. I love her to life. And I probably would fight you over her, <laughs> maybe not with my brass knuckles 
in the natural, but definitely in the spiritual. I want to encourage you today. Um, so I told you there's a second part to it. And so I'm going to share the second part, but I'm going to share the second part live. And I want to invite you, if you are somebody that is struggling with forgiving um, anybody, whether it's your relative or whatever, I want to invite you, because I've laid the, the foundation for for the, the rest of the story that I'm going to share on Sunday, October 30th, 2022, at 10 a.m. at Praise Fellowship Bible Church, located at 3069 Research Drive in Richmond, California. So we're going to post it. It'll be on Facebook Live, and we'll talk about it. We'll announce it here on Declare Victory, so don't worry about getting the address or whatever. It's a fifth Sunday. It's live church. It's church like you've never seen. Um, it'll be worth it for you to get an excuse from your normal place that you go to worship to come and fellowship. You guys, it'll be an opportunity for us to informally fellowship because many of us have never seen each other before. It'll be a place where we can do that. They serve breakfast there. It'll be a great time to fellowship. Again, you'll hear more about it, um, but I feel led to um, um, say this last thing, and then we're going to open it up for love, life, and victory so I can blow my nose again. Um, God allowed me to be broken through this offense so I could see what was inside and repent and change my ways so he could rebuild me better, stronger, wiser, with more humility and a heart that is more empathetic towards others. With that, I'm going to end. I'll, I'll share the, the, the part about, I, I, I gave a scripture about idolatry. Uh, Thou shalt have no other God before me. I'll share that during the love, life, and victory portion uh, if I get permission. Um, at this point, we're going to allow you, I want you to hear me clearly. We are going to go in this order. First, we're going to allow people who didn't get a chance to say good morning. We want to greet you first. But we want to open that up to people who generally who do not speak. You're brand new to the call, you've never called before, or um, again, you generally don't speak. We first want to give you an opportunity to speak. We also want to do, open it up. Not yet. Hold on. Please put your phone back on mute. Please put your phone back on mute. I can hear you. Thank you. Please put your phone on mute. If you think it's not you, please put your, please look and check. It is. Okay. So we want to open it up. So um, the first time callers, people who rarely speak, or have never spoke and are men. That's the first category. And then after that, it'll be open up to anybody, right? Don't make comments yet. Just We're just going to speak. After we get through the greeting, because the greetings are very, very important to us. It's a part of our culture. That's why we do it. Because some people, nobody even says good morning to them Some for some folks. They, they're in a position where it just doesn't happen, right? We, that's our culture here. Secondly, after we finish with the greeting, then you'll be open to ask questions, to make comments. But we want you to remember your neighbor. There are lots of people on the call today, and you may not be able, to, you won't be able to tell all of it, just the highlights, so that we can allow other people who may want to share to share. I hope that's clear to everybody. And don't get offended if I interrupt you and stop you or interrupt you and say, okay, not, not hold on for that or whatever. And we're definitely going to get an order right? Because there's several people I can't see who's trying to speak. So if several of you, um, you know, try to speak at one time, I'll stop. I'll ask you to stop. Let's get an order. I'll get your name and then we'll go in that order. Okay. So the call is now open for those who'd like to um, say good morning. 
good morning. My name is Rhonda Henderson from Tracy, California. I am glad to be on the line this morning. I got some struggles of my own. That's Amen. God bless you, Rhonda. I'm so happy that you're with us. Just real quick, who, inv- who invited you to the call? Uh, Evangelist Lee Supporter. Awesome. Awesome. Love that Lee Supporter. Well, thank you. Um, we appreciate you being all. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. Who is this? This is Lashare. Love you, honey bun. <laughs> Love you too. Good morning. Um, I'm from Pinole and I go to Praise Fellowship Bible Church. I'm really glad that I tuned in this morning. And thank you so much, Ms. Payne, for shared. Hey, Amen. Thank you. Anybody else? First timers, or you rarely speak first. Go on once. Any brothers? Any brothers? Any testosterone? I know it's some. Y'all probably busy working. Happy birthday again to Jesse, I think, and Lavelle. All right. Okay, going once, going twice. No, man. All right. It's a free-for-all. Anybody that wants to say good morning, and again, we're not commenting yet, just good morning first. Good morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. You are beaming today, honey. <laughs> good morning, it's jubilant. Hey, jubilant. Good morning, it's Moxie. Hey, Moxie. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to both of y'all. Good morning, Miss Leonie. A great decoration. Thank you, Mom. Good morning, this is Kim. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, this is PR. God bless your heart. God bless you, PR. Something is going on. I hear you. I know you got some stuff going on with your with the loss of your second mom, but you're, you're, I hear something in your voice, too. God bless you. Good morning, Miss Gloria. Hey, Good Pam. morning, Gloria. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Thank you, Sharon, Thank you, Jr. God bless you. I'm so glad you're on the phone. I think, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think you're on speaker or somebody else is on speaker. Take the phone off speaker because it's feedback. All right, but anyway, Jr. I'm really proud of you. Glad you're on the call again this morning. Yeah, that was me. My bad. Yeah, that was me. My bad. No, no worry. God bless you. No worry. Anybody else want to say good morning? Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. Okay. Thank you, Krishanda. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Anybody else? Good morning, it's beloved Barb. God bless everyone. Good morning, beloved. All right. Well, I'm I'm assuming that's that's it. Um, I want you to know I feel absolutely vulnerable. (laughs) 
But I, I told the Lord a long time ago that I would live my life out loud because I know I'm not the only person that has experienced family hurt or hurt that I'm not, I'm not, I refuse to call it church hurt because the church did not hurt me. Um, hurt that have happened within the church family. Um, and some people have left the church, lost that they've, they've left God because of it. And I know that God is going to open a door for me to share on a much larger platform than declare victory um, because there are, I, I feel safe in saying there are hundreds, if not thousands of people that have left the church because they were hurt and they have issues with forgiving people and being forgiven and all of that. And there's this whole dynamic in the church community, in church culture, at least for the religious affiliation that I grew up in. There's this whole culture about, um, you know, um, leadership and, you know, um, doing what you're told and control and a bunch of stuff that's religious. It's not, it's not godly. Um, well, I won't say, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a part of who God has called us to be. It's not, it's not scriptural, some of the things that, that are done. And I know that there are people that have left, gone to other religions and all that other kind of stuff because, because they were hurt. I refuse to be a casualty, but but I know that there are people that 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 want to be redeemed. I know that there are people who um, who want to um, find closure to some of the things that they experienced, and they don't know, you know, even where to start. Because if the people you normally go to for counseling or for spiritual advice or whatever, I need some, somebody is moving and shifting. I need you to put your phone on mute. If if you if those are the people that are behind the offense, who do you go to? Well, I knew I know I'm supposed to go to God, but you know we also also go to human beings too, especially spiritual leaders that we trust or um, folks within the church. It doesn't have to necessarily be a leader. Folks that we trust within the body of Christ. Um, and when there's an offense there, it's it's a little bit different because we expect more from the people that the body of Christ. We expect more. And rightly so, and rightly so. Although we're not, just because we're a part of the body of Christ doesn't mean that we are perfect. We have faults. We we fail. We may not want to admit it, but we do. Anybody have any questions? Hey, Did anybody have a aha moment? Yes, Pam. It's Dee. I'm sorry. The babies are coming. I wanted to just tell you thank you. And I remember meeting for the first time and not knowing what you because when we met. Our similarities was that we both had the, you know, husbands with six kids combination and we left purple, but I didn't know that part of your story. And so for me, coming into the Claire Victory, broken as I was, um, being able to heal by watching you walk it out, you know what I mean? And even for me, and I used to get on, probably still do, everybody's nerves when I started hosting the Friday Night Live because forgiveness has always been a big part of my healing because of the church I attend and the things that I've gone through. And I remember when I did um, Sins of a Father on the Fight Night Live call, which I'm going to bring it back to. That's another one that's really that was really helpful. But it's so important that you go through all the emotions because when you're talking about the anger and all that part, that's really a part of it. And you only heal if you deal with it. And so you do know me well. I'm still in deliverance. I'm not totally delivered. I'm not going to be on the prayer call saying that I wouldn't swing. I would hope not to, but you have to go through all of that. So, sis, 
I love you so much, and I'm thankful that I was able to know Carl as well and to watch you walk this thing out because it's really helped me be a better wife, mother, grandmother, daughter, and even a friend. So I just want to share that. Love you, sis. Thank you, Dee Dee. I love you more. Anybody else? Going once. Y'all, y'all quiet. <laughs> Is it anybody else on the call besides me? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I do have something to say. My name is Rhonda Henderson again. Hold on, hold on, Rhonda, yeah. one, one second. So it was Rhonda, and then I heard one other voice. Uh, no, she can go ahead. It was Christina Joy. I was Christina, just saying, okay, so we'll go in that order. No, no problem. Go ahead, go ahead, Miss Rhonda. Uh, um, my struggle is uh, with staying married. I, uh, I've i been with my husband 22 years, 18 of us married. And um, my husband's not completely saved. He, he tries, but he backslides. But that's not the issue. Uh, I just at a stage in my life where I don't want to be married. I don't, I, uh, we have no laughter. We have no conversation. We have no interaction uh we're just existing in a household together financially and um i'm I'm so broken behind it because everyone i talk to they always lead me back to scripture about you know staying married and cleaving to your husband and all of that kind of stuff and we're just not fair like that you know we we've been married like i said 18 years and we have yet to celebrate not one anniversary our anniversary comes and goes like it's just another day we Somebody might uh, say something about their ass. Oh, yeah, ours passed in January, you know, 18 years of this. So I'm I'm at the point now I, I don't know who to trust to talk to because everybody I talk to always wants to lead me back to how you're supposed to stay married and make it work and all of this. And our relationship is just not working. And I'm so unhappy. I'm so broken. I'm so disgusted. I'm so everything. You know, I'm just over it. And I just don't know what to do or where to go. And, you know, I I, I do know what to do. I go to God all the time. I say, God, help me with this. You know, help me to love him, maybe. You know, I love him, but I'm not in love with him. And 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 he's, he's – that's all. That's all I had to say. So I want to say to you, um, Rhonda, okay, I, I just want to encourage you, Miss um, Rhonda. Um, first of all, I want to say um, thank you for trusting us. That's a lot. Thank, but thank you for trusting us. But can I tell you something? You're in the right place. Um, I hear your pain. I hear your frustration. And I wish I had the time to um, deep, do a deep dive with you, but here's what I want you to do. I want you, I want to invite you to keep showing up. Um, you may not feel like it. I, you don't even have to say anything some mornings. Just keep calling. And you said you had 18 years? Try 31, wait, 30. I had 30, 22 try. years together, 18 of them married. Okay, so. I was in the same place that you are at 30 years of marriage. That's a whole nother story um, mm -hmm. and um, for, for another time, but I don't want you to feel like you're not heard. You are heard. And so it gives us 
It gives us how to pray for you, those of us who are prayer warriors. And I want to tell you, without even giving you a whole bunch of scriptures, I want to tell you there's hope if you want it. I, I, we, can, we can't go down that road today, but I want to tell you there's hope. I'm going to contact Lisa, and I'm going to have Lisa um, give you my number. Um, and I usually don't do this. I feel led to do it, though, uh, just to give you some pointers, because I don't, I, I don't want to just leave you hanging. But I'll contact Lisa, and I'll, give, um, I'll make arrangements to get in contact with you so we can talk offline, okay? Okay. Is that, is that okay? Real, real quick before you oh. pass it to Christina, I just got really excited for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What you'll discover really quick is we a little kooky around here, and up is usually down, and down is usually up. Baby, I just got so excited for you. I don't know what to do with myself. I feel like jumping up and down, running up and down the street. I can't wait for you to talk to Tanya. Okay, yeah. I'm going on mute. Christina, your turn. Uh, be, 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 before you say something, Christina, I, w- I want to say this last thing to Rhonda, and you don't even have to don't you don't have to you don't have to um, respond. Um, God has this amazing way of allowing us to go through things to get to a point where we can get the help that we need. When I tell you, declare victory is the place where you can get help for everything without having to physically go to a building, without having to physically go through a bunch of whole bunch of other gyrations, just calling and listening. I'm t- I, I can tell you, <laughs> anybody that's on this call, if you're willing to follow the steps and follow the instructions that are given here, I can guarantee you deliverance. I can guarantee you breakthrough but it requires effort on your part. Nothing just happens in osmosis because you want it to happen and God zaps you and all your problems go away. Nope, there's some work on your part. And if you're willing to do it, listen, I did it. I had to do the work. I was one of the first people who had to start doing the work. I'm telling you, there's hope for you. I don't care what your situation is. Okay, Christina Joy. I just wanted to thank you um, just for your heart share. Thank you um, for trusting us with the transparent moment. It truly blessed me. So I just wanted to say that. And when you talked about um, being broken, I thought about like a vase, right? And how sometimes we're the vase and God intentionally allows us to get broken so that he can put us back together the way he wants to in the places that he wasn't, he will be, he will be once the restoration process happens. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Anybody else? Yeah, this is Jubilant. I just wanted to reach out to the sister and um, let her know that um, Declare Victory is the place for her to be. And there, there's an extension also to declare victory. We have evening, evening um, programs, and one of them, uh, one of them is Marriage Matters. We have Marriage Matters on Monday. It's the same phone number, but at 6:30. And you know, like you were saying, just call in, just listen, just listen. I and mean, we've had all kind of issues that have transpired within marriages, and the marriages are still. You know, they're still going strong in spite of all the things they've gone through. That's because we are a community that 
you know, hold each other up. So if you get a chance, call in at 6.30 on the same phone call, same phone line on Mondays. And that's Marriage Matters. Thank you, Juju. Appreciate that. And then tonight, um, you may have heard the announcement. Lisa is actually leading the the call tonight. Uh, it's called um, Walk It Out, I think it's called Walk It Out. It's Thursdays at 6.30, I believe. Um, that could also be an excellent source for any any women that, um, you know, uh, want a little bit more. And I believe they have a book even that they are going through. It's pretty amazing. Anybody else have a comment? Anybody else have an aha moment? Anybody else have a question about the process of forgiveness or anything that I said? Good morning, Tanya. This is Topaz. Hey, Topaz. Hey, I had a question. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's my phone, my phone service, or what. As you were um, ending your declaration and you were talking about it's going to be a second part to it, I missed some of what you were saying because the phone was just going in and out. And oh, no worries. What you were saying. Um, I'm going to try to go back and listen to the replay later on. Um, I actually reached out to Dion. She's really funny. Um, I uh, I want to go back and listen, but but uh, can you um, I don't know uh, can you just let sure. me know when you're doing sure, the sure, second sure. part? So, so the second part will be live. It will be on Sunday, October 30th at Pray Fellowship Bible Church, <clears throat> 10 a.m. service time. The address is 3069 Research Drive in Richmond. And it's in the hilltop area across the street from Making Waves um, Academy. And the Y is on the corner. Um, and uh, we'll be there at 10 a.m. And more information will go out about it. But it would be great. To okay. See no, no, no. That's fine. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Anybody else have a question or a comment? If not, I'm going to go. And do some other Good morning, things. Disclaimer. Good morning. <laughs> you call me disclaimer. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. Um, but then when um the new our new sister started talking and, and I just got a prompt by the Holy Spirit, um, I will say this um your share was right on point in so many ways from the church to personal life. Um and I would just encourage her just to Start forgiving him. He may not even have the capacity to do what he don't doesn't know his purpose is. Um, and once you start there, it'll help free you. Um, my thing is um, forgiveness um, is forgiving. And once mm. you release yourself from being feeling like you're holding and being accountable that you have to hold up everything. Um, once you release that and give it to God, then you'll be able to move forward. Even if it's just a little inch or sliding your foot a little bit, your heart begins to break a little bit um, and and soften toward God. So I just encourage you to um, give, forgive him and give him to God and allow God to do the work. Thank you. Appreciate that. Anyone else? All right. Well, that is a lot. Oh, go ahead. One quick thing. Um, just Miss Sabrina, I want to thank you for your declaration. 
But um, I just want to say, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank everybody on this victory prayer line. But um, uh, my nerves is uh, uh, scattered. I've been on here. But I just need y'all to lift up, please, me and my daughter. Because I don't want to keep fussing and fighting with her. She's a 15-year-old that know everything. And I'll just say one simple thing. Her name is Miracle. Her name is Miss Sabrina, once again. Her name is Miracle. She's a 15-year-old. And just please pray for me and my child because what I don't and okay. what I'm not going to I don't want to keep going back for I know you got to go. Right. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we God will. Bless we absolutely and have will. a good day. You, and we're going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up Sabrina to you and her daughter, Miracle. Whatever the tension is, um, God, I ask that you would give Sabrina the direction and how she should handle it with her daughter. Um, I thank you, Lord, for a spirit of peace. I thank you, Lord, for a spirit of understanding. And I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would comfort them both, whatever the root is, that they'll be able to identify it so that they can um, move past it. I thank you, God, that Sabrina loves her daughter. I thank you that she won't harbor any feelings toward her, that she'll continue to love her as her daughter, um, just just as you love Sabrina as your daughter. But I thank you for peace in their household. And I thank you, Lord, for giving Sabrina the the plan, the strategy as to how she should deal with her 15-year-old daughter who is still a minor living in her house. I glorify you, God, and I praise you for it. In Jesus' name, I thank you for settling Sabrina's mind and helping her to be in peace. In Jesus' name, thank God, amen. So guys, if there isn't anything else, I I do want to remind you about Friday Night Live. Um, Yes, ma'am, I agree with you, uh, Bri Bri. (laughs) Um, There is Friday Night Live this coming on tomorrow evening. Didi, is it at 6 or is it at 7? Somebody help me. Um, It is a great, great opportunity for, um, it's Declare Victory on Steroids. Um, We let our hair down because it's it's Friday, and uh, Didi really gives an amazing word or whoever she has. So I want to also invite you all to participate in that Friday Night Live tomorrow. Same number. All of our information is is 6 p.m. All of our um, evening things that we have, the evening, they're not really classes, but evening calls, I'll, I'll, I'll say, um, happen is the same exact number so that we have consistency. So 6 p.m. Friday night live. All right. I think that's it. Um, thank hey, you. Hey, for... Shonda. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, great declaration. God bless you. Um, I just can just imagine um, how you could just be so bitter, so unhappy not having, you know, your joy, sick in your body, had you not forgiven. And the blessing of the freedom that it gave you, um, not only to restore your joy, but to be able to love, because had you not, it's it's difficult to love. So um, great share. Um, God bless you. Thank you, Krishanda. And thank you for reminding me. The Holy Spirit just reminded me of something. So um, some of you don't know, but <clears throat> my husband passed unexpectedly uh, December uh, 2018. Prior to that, um, in June of 2018, um, some things, well, actually a little bit before that, some things started to shift. And, um, you know, my, my uh, we, we had gotten 
we were up on the on the upswing. I had I was you know speaking to the family. You know, I was still I was still moving cautiously. <laughs> I was still moving cautiously, but at least I was speaking and that type of thing. And I never forget. Um, we were I was going. I wanted to take um one of the people out to celebrate them. And um, Carl said, I'm going. And, I, and, and, and here's the other thing. I, I said to God, I can't fix this. I, this is so massive. I don't, I don't know what to do other than to put it in your hands. And that's what I should always do. That's what we should always do. But you know me, I'm a little, I'm solution oriented. And, you know, sometimes I'll be trying to help God out. This is one of those situations where I couldn't. And I, I remember saying, God, this is, this is a God case. You have to do this um, with me and with Carl and everybody involved. Anyway, um, we several events happened, and so something happened in June. There was a get together. There was a church anniversary. Mind you, I had said I'm never going back to that church ever again. I'm never going in there. Um, there they have they celebrated an anniversary. Um, we went. Not only did he go, but he helped them put together some things. And I was like, What is wrong? Why are you on your head? To be doing all this stuff, not not that I didn't I didn't mean it like that. Like um, you know, you shouldn't be doing anything because of what they did to you. It, it wasn't that. It was just like, what is going on with you all of a sudden? And so there was this thing in October, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was this thing that they had in October, and he was on his head to go. He he was in IT, and he helped them put together some stuff, and he did the IT for them that Sunday. Um, we met up with one of the with with with, with a couple of the folks and had a great dinner and, you know, made some amends the best way they knew how. Um, and Carl died December 22nd, 2018. And, and I say that not in sadness, but in gratitude that my husband did not die with that ook in his heart. Right. There wasn't, there was, he was, he was at peace. He was at peace with the offenders. He, because there were conversations that had there, there were there there was one very very um, so anyway I will, I'll I'll share maybe a little bit more on Sunday but I, if you're not able to to make it on Sunday I wanted you to know that that we didn't stay in an quote unquote unforgiven state I I don't even like using that word because it doesn't exist it, it it's not in the dictionary it's a term though that is very real an intangible term that is so real that it has literally changed the trajectory for some of our lives and not just our lives but for our children's children's children some of us are in situations right now because of the iniquities of unforgiveness in our families that we're not even responsible for and so how fitting how kind of God to select us to be in situations that are designed to help build us up, break us down so that we can then be built up. The foundation is there, right? It doesn't completely destroy us, but there's a foundation that's there that God then builds on to make us better and passionate people who can use our circumstances to help snatch other people out of the pit of intangible unforgiveness. That's it. That's all. Father, we thank you. For those that were on the call this morning, we thank you for um, the hearts that were pricked based upon my experience. Um, and I'm thankful that I'm not in that place anymore. God, you're so amazing. 
Eight years later, I'm a completely different person. Eight years later, I am delivered from unforgiveness. That's nothing the enemy can ever tempt me with. I thank you, God. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy. Again, I lift up Sabrina and Miracle as well as Rhonda and her husband. I know that you are their solution. And I thank you that they trust the faith that I have to know that you can work it out for them if they don't have enough faith for themselves. I ask that you bless us as we begin to start our day for those who've already started their day and they're out in the marketplace. I ask for the rest of us that are getting started, getting ready to get on the road to do whatever it is that we're going to do. I ask God that you would bless us. I ask God that you would protect us and that you would provide for us, that you would show your love in a way that completely blows our mind today. It's in the matchless name of Jesus that I praise you and give you thanks because you deserve it. Amen, amen, amen. See you back here tonight, women, for the um, for the call on tonight. If not tomorrow, um, the men will be in charge. And then again, Friday night live with Miss Dee Dee Felder. Love y'all. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Walk in victory, Have a blessed everyone. day. Happy birthday, Have a great day, everyone.